Why are you so worried about questions and stuff? What are you trying to hide? Nah, I just like to be prepared. You know, I don't want to sound crazy. Sometimes my um, my hoodways can come out. Hoodways? You from the streets? Uh, no, I'm from the Bronx. What does that mean? I'm not I'm not from New York, so what you looking around yeah, for? <laughs> in, the, in the Bronx, we speak a little different. So it's like I want to make sure that I'm prepared and I sound like my still like myself, but make sure I sound right. Right, I so feel you. My it's wife like, always, my wife Lala, she always tell me, uh, make sure you practice with them. Shout out to Lala, she's over here oh, on, she on security. Baby in the building. What's up, baby? Make, making sure uh, hubby's good. Oh, definitely. She I, make sure I look good. You feel I me? appreciate y'all coming here today. I know there's... A little one in the picture. How old oh, yeah, is he my, now? My little son, man. He's um twenty months. You know, twenty months. Yeah, you know when you when you're a new dad, you count the months. Today, two years. Then after that, are you two, you three? <laughs> but today, you know, he's seventeen months, eighteen months. So we count all the months, not the days, but definitely the months. I know you told me already, but what's his name again? Jerry Junior. Jerry Junior. His dad. Mm-hmm. Jerry Junior Housey. Jerry Hero. How's he? Hero. You, yeah. His middle name is Hero. That's my middle name. I'm a hero, baby. I mean, I know you're a hero, but mm-hmm. who <laughs> named you Hero? Uh, my, my, my parents, my mom and my dad. They, okay. They named me. They uh, set you up for success. Uh, well, they they wanted me to... I'm like the miracle baby, they, they would say. like Because um, when my father was... They was having kids or whatever, right? And... They wanted to have a boy, right? So I have a sister named Perry, right? Perry, P E R P A R E E. Okay. So I have a sister named Perry. Then I have a sister named Jerry. I have another sister named Jerry. Okay. So they want. They thought that she was gonna be a boy, but ended up being a girl, and they ended up keeping the name. And my father wanted a boy, so he wanted to try again, and they got me seven years later. Yeah, You're seven the first, years. First boy. First boy. Mm-hmm. So they had me, and my mother said that um, I was so handsome. Um, this no no bullshit. Can I curse on it? Yeah, preferably not. Uh, all right, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if I gotta be Bronx or you know clean up. I would I would have been like part of me. Part of the the Mad Max in me from the past is like yeah, go ahead and curse. But like the man I'm trying to be like Christ like is like nah, Max. Be a, be a good example. Be honest with Jerry. So, <laughs> but you know my energy. But yeah, 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 yeah bro. Look, I, I I got that too. Yeah, we all do. I see you in the gym, bro. That's, I take it out on the weights. So I'm yeah. like, all right, let me let me take it out here where I don't get killed or go in jail. Do the jail, mm. like we, we, nah, cool nah, we focus, we focus, we focus. Right. But uh, brother, Stronghouse Fitness. Oh yeah, man. It's uh, Stronghouse Fitness, man. It's, uh, Tell me about Stronghouse Fitness. Stronghouse Fitness, man. It was it's a uh, it was an idea that I thought about seven or eight years ago. That it's crazy to me. Was this like, when you got to LA or before? I kind of was working on it before I got to Los Angeles. I moved out here and, um, well, the transition out here was crazy because I didn't want to move to LA. Why didn't you want to move? Because uh, when you're from New York, it was like you go to LA, it's like, nah, like New it's York, slow. LA. Now it's just the dynamic is different. Yeah, it's just it's a different culture, different lifestyle. Like you, when you think when you're in New York, comfortable there and then you go to, you think of LA LA just on the other side of the world and it's like nah we're not LA people they it's just the 
growing up watching movies and stuff like that, you just think of LA just being totally different. Okay. So I had to, like, so I didn't want to move here. Like, so I told my wife, I'll move anywhere but Los Angeles. So I wanted to go to Tampa. I think uh, uh, Florida, that's where so, I'm from. Uh, Tampa, New York, back to New York, and Houston. But she was like, I'm moving here with or without you. So she was not playing. And, and you um, ain't heard. And, you know, her um, opinion I'm, matters. I made a decision. And I'm here now. <laughs> so uh, looking back now, how you feel about the decision? Uh, it's probably the best decision of my life. Okay. You know, it's, first of all, I love everything about LA. I like the, the lifestyle here as far as like the, the healthy living. It's always sunny. It's like you don't have to think about what to wear the next day. Like right. in New York, you know, it could go from being cold to hot to rain to snow. All that different stuff messes with your mental and when I th- how I think about it. So I think it messes with your mental. So right. LA is the place for me to be. Okay. Right. So I love it here. I built a family here, and I got a big community here with Strong House Fitness. You're a part of that. You're a part of the community. Yeah, thanks for having me. No, no, I love so, the gym. No, love your energy. Yeah. I want people to bring energy into the facility. The energy is contagious. So, like, what, what you started inspired mm-hmm. me to, like, find out what's going on at the gym and also to participate. Yeah, man. So. This, what, what we're building is something different. And it's something that I looked at seven years ago when I moved here and started getting into personal training. I said, yo, it's, it's, it's dull. In that, or the West Hollywood area was very dull. Mm-hmm. It wasn't no culture there. And, nah, in and, L.A.? Nah, and, and for me as a trainer, right, I need to be somewhere where I'm motivated. And most of the gyms, the colors are dull. dull. The music is Terry rock. Design. Yeah, the, the music is rock. I'm from the Bronx. Right. We don't listen to that. So I'm like, and they'll sprinkle our music in there a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, like, I feel like we the culture. Like, like people like hip hop. They like reggae. All this type of the, the different cultural music. Hip hop yeah. is the most viral genre right now. Yeah, but it wasn't being played in the gyms I was going to. Mm. So it was a lot of like the EDM pop music, or whatever you want to call it. And I said, you know what? I want to build something that's that when you walk into it, you just feel motivated. Like when I when I played football, I wanted to. Where you play football at? Play the University of Buffalo. Um, I, I played there, man. And when I when I went to work out into a facility, like you wanted to, you wanted to work out. You wanted to feel everybody. Energy was like yeah, I seen on you. You, you get into character for your workouts. Oh, I have to, man. And uh, you see me zone out, but right. I don't like to talk to people usually because I'm, like, I'm, I'm hundred miles an hour. So I'm either, like, like I was telling you know somebody earlier. I'm either on or off and. I'm, if I'm in the gym, I'm on, and I, I don't really want to. No offense, I really don't want to talk to them. Right, it's not but the time or place. <laughs> I'm here. I got before after minutes. the workout. Yeah, I'm, I'm dedicating to this hour. Like nothing's gonna stop me in this hour. Mm. So I don't listen to distractions. Just like in life, I'm not. You know, in life you're gonna get distractions. You've always been this focused. Uh, yes, I would. Come on, now you know what's that, so, that you must know, have been like a transition. It's, it's always Rocky Rose, but now that, that like it's it's crazy now because I'm to the point when I get to do a lot of flashbacks, right? Because people ask me my story and stuff like that, and I realize like, yo, I've always been like this, mm. but never knew it. Okay, so so just like like I get asked like, yo, wh- when did you want to be an entrepreneur? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I ever thought about being an entrepreneur, but I never wanted to work for somebody. Right. So I never, like, thought the about... The mindset had, was always there. I always had little jobs, but it was like, I never really had, like, a job. Like, I worked... 
I worked at Skechers and stuff like that in the finance department. And it was cool, but I'm not a corporate guy. I, when I was growing up, I wanted to be the Wall Street, going to suitcase, being in New York City. Mm-hmm. New York City, you just wanted to be, I wanted to be down there and with the suits and be amongst the people. Then working at, working at Baker America in Buffalo, um, I realized, because uh, they, they try to control you. Mm. You can't. First, I don't do well with authority when somebody try to talk down to me. I don't do well with that. But when you work in those jobs like that, sometimes you might have just have to sit there and eat your tongue. your tongue, right? Write your tongue. And I'm like, yo, no, this sucks. Temporary. Like, this just sucks. And, like, and at the end of the day, they, in my eyes, they look at you just as a number. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, I'm, you, can bust your, you can bust your ass, and, but you're not getting a pay raise. Right. Like, they, they're not showing you your value. So I'm like, yo, I can't do this. And How long did you do that? I did that uh, two and a half, three years. But before that, like I, like this the entrepreneur stat, like entrepreneur mindset. Like when I was a kid, I couldn't like my, you know, I grew up in the Bronx and grew up in poverty. So like my mother had seven, had seven brothers and sisters. Grew up in a two bedroom household. So it's like my mom's out there hustling. Seven brothers, seven sisters, fourteen kids. No, 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 no. Three like, boys, you including got, you got me. Army. Three boys, including me. Okay. Four sisters. So I'm still a good number. Yeah, so it's seven of us. So basically, nine of us in a two bedroom. My parents had the other room, and you got seven kids to split the bedroom and the living room. Mm. <laughs> you know, you got to split. So we did that, and it was it's basically a struggle. So like, if my parents can't afford something, like you can't do anything about it. So what I did was I used to sell candy on the train, right in New oh, York City, New York City trains. How old did you, were you when you started doing that? Probably like 12, 12, 13. Okay. Like, I saw a way to make some money. I said, yo, I, I know I don't want to work like a nine to five. So I said, I saw my friends, some of my friends were doing it, but they didn't want to kind of teach me the game. It was like, <laughs> That's funny. It was crazy. Sometimes. It was like, yo, they was making all this money, but they was like, yo, because back home, I known as, they called me Shanker or Shank, right back home, right? Why is that? We're not going to get into that. Okay, that's, that's a different, uh, different episode. Yeah, different Tune in episode. next time. Tune in next time. <laughs> but um, uh, they didn't want to teach me the game, and I begged them, begged them. I used to go on the train with them, and they used to run away from me on the train. It was crazy. But eventually, they taught me the game, and I basically became the one who like, finished on top of that. Took so over. Top, yeah, took over. It was. That's why they were like, nah, don't, don't give them too much too soon. It was crazy. I started making $700 a week selling candy. Like, I would go to school, go to the warehouse to buy the M&M peanuts mm. and sell two boxes every day. And then on, on Saturday, get up in the morning, 8 in the morning, go to the warehouse, and I will not leave until I sell four boxes of candy. And so I used to just do that every week by week by week. And then the money sucking. Bigger and bigger. I'm like, yo, this is... Your upbringing inspired ambition. Well, yeah. I, I had to get it. Because mm. nobody's going to give you anything in this world. Like, like, you know, you got parents and stuff like that. Like, yo, it's, it's, it's a lot in my household that's going on. So I'm not going to... If I already see my mother struggling, I'm like, yo, if my friends got the new, you know, the PlayStation, the right. dino bikes. Those are $300. My parents can't afford... $300 is a lot of money. Mm. Like, so it's like when you look at things, I'm like, yo... I can't do it. I can't ask my mother or my father because I don't want them to be stressed out even more because mm. they want to give us the best they have, but they, if they can't really afford it. Right. It's like if you so, got food and water, shelter, I mean. Yeah, that's pretty much. Like, that's how doing, my doing decent. Like, you know, I moved to L.A. I know you were doing personal training for a while. Funny thing, like, 
I met you at Runyon Canyon doing yeah, a group, group hiking. He know, he know started that. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't even remember because a lot of people were showing up. I, I didn't remember all the different faces. Mm -hmm. But at COVID, COVID hit, gyms closed. I started seeing pictures of people like working out, you know, in a gym that's being built. And I was like, I see, I'm seeing a lot of us in there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. I'm seeing a lot of listen, us. Listen, like, listen. Mm -hmm. And uh, next thing you know, it's Jerry. Jerry that I've met, I met at Runyon. Mm -hmm. He had to remind me because I was like, he was quiet. Yeah, bro, because I was. You mad, quiet, and humble, but. He, yeah. That's how I move, bro. Plotting. Uh, nah, I'm not plotting. It's, it's, is plotting negative? Is that word negative? No, nah, no, nah, plotting is not negative. Well, this is the way you look at it. Yeah. Right? So, but like, me, I was. I, I, I'm the type of guy who just, just focus on hard work. Like, I'm not. I'm, I'm willing to meet everybody. Like, when, when I met you, I was like, yo, cause I used to follow you on your page. So like, and then you unfollowed. Definitely didn't unfollow. <laughs> don't be lying out here in these streets. No, no, I, know, I don't know if you unfollow. <laughs> nah, but um, I was a big fan. I was just watching it. Not even was a big fan. I mean, still am a big fan of yours. Just Likewise. Just to, to see what and you're doing. Hey, listen, man. It's, it's crazy because I'm looking at your page. I'm like, yo, damn, this is the guy right here. Like, it was you and TJ. Like, yeah. I know your guys is like brothers. Right. So it's like, I, I watch our guys, man. And I'm like, damn, man. Look at these guys. Right? The guys that I follow and I admire on Instagram. And we all... And amongst the circle, and I'm, I'm low key. Like, I'm, once you get to know me, then you understand me. Right. But you know, at the beginning, like, I'm watching. Privacy it's, is good too. Like, you gotta watch I mean, the energy. You know, I can, you know, you can, you can like somebody like online, but you gotta see how they move. Their energy might true. not match your energy. You're right. And me, like, you know what? I'm, that's not a good person for me to be around. I could be a fan from afar. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's how I like I kind of process. You gotta be like that in LA because you can end up in the wrong circles real quick. Yeah, I stay with the same people. I don't really. Um, I don't really like go outside of my my circle of friends and stuff like that. Like, I I try to keep my energy and what I the the, the my everyday stuff that I do positive. I like positive conversations. And sometimes when you bring other people in, they can come with negative energy, negative kind of conversations. I'm I, I live life happy, man. Like I got a beautiful family. Uh, my family's doing good, and I'm I'm progressing. So every year I'm trying to do something bigger and better. So yeah, if to progress, uh, you gotta watch watch the company you keep. I say, yeah, you know, you, uh, yo, listen, it's, it's it's a it's a big thing, man. Because if you name five people that's around around you every day, I can guarantee you could tell what type of person you are. Mm -hmm. I can tell what type of person you are. Mm -hmm. So like, most of my friends, they all got. They I always tell them like we are bosses. All of them have to move a certain type of way. Mm -hmm. Like even like with. That. You know, this this sounds crazy. You know, I had this conversation with my uh, my friends the other day. Uh, not the other day, maybe like two years ago. So maybe two years. And um, we were just talking on the phone, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to sound rude, guys, but like, I need better friends. And they looked at me like, what? Shaq, what you talking about? I said, nah, it's not. It's nothing against y'all. Like, and I'm not saying that we we can't be ever be friends or we not cool or anything like that. It's just the conversations are different. Like, I like talking to, like, different entrepreneurs and different people that's just making me think. Right. Like, or, like, sometimes, you know, you talk to your friends and they downers, energy's down, or they always talking about what their boss said to them or stuff like that. I don't move like that. And so, like, I like to move in my own way. So Life's about progression, so. Yeah, that's why I, I need people that want to do more in life. Don't just be happy where you at, especially at the age we at. Mm. Like, if you're at 30-something years old or 20-something years old, even 40 or 50, if you're not still striving for something, what are you doing? Right. Like, every day you got to get up and strive for something. I look at my son, look at my wife. 
Like, yes, I'm trying to build for them. Right. And then now I'm looking at my family. This responsibility. Responsibilities I gotta do. I got a lot of. You know, I just lost. I just lost my brother. Yeah, sorry, so, yeah, my bro. Yeah, bro. You know, it's it, it was it's tough. But you know, I'm looking at like you know what, I gotta do now for his kids. Mm-hmm. Like now they're part of my. Like, they've been a part of my family, but now I'm personally taking like ownership and like yo, I gotta do this. I gotta check up on. His, his wife and check up on the kids, talk to them, let them know his, their uncle is here mm-hmm. and be there as much as possible, you know, because I still got a lot going on over right. here. But I'm making that time and doing that because I know my brother would do that for me. Yeah. So, Good man. Uh, family is so important. And unfortunately, sometimes we put that to the side and we lose, I feel like we lose purpose for ourselves and what we got to do, like what, what drives us. So, um, yeah, well, it's good to me. see you, you know, Family's everything, man. Right. Like if you, you, I, me, I, I, I can't focus correctly without my wife. Right. right, and then seeing my son just gives me spirit to keep doing more. So it's like it's, and this power, I, the power yeah, structure. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's structure because you need structure in life. You yeah. definitely need structure, or you'll be you'll be a mess. Especially in this world, like you'd be here, here, <laughs> you'd be a mess, bro. You'd be a mess. But you know, I grew up in a household where my parents were married forty. 45 years, 45, 46 years. And just to have that structure, seeing them being together for that long and seeing what love is. And the benefit of that. That's, yeah, a lot of people, you know. I grew up seeing that myself. Yeah, and you see what love is. Like, love is an up and down thing. It's not like, you know, the good. Fairy tales. Fairy tales, what you see in these stories. Like, that's why you, you see these people now, they get in these relationships, and one thing happens in the relationship, they will just, all right, I'm done with you. That's not a real relationship. Yeah. Not ready for that. Yeah, we everybody's growing. I think step everybody needs to like take a class on like relationship and love and find out what what these things really mean before like pursuing each other. Yeah, but everybody everybody has their own what love is and their perspective on different things. Yeah. So it was like understanding what you need and being able to communicate that to your partner is everything. True, communication yeah. is huge. Yeah, but my brother, I want to hear how. You went from like personal training to yeah, like you know, know what bouncing, up, bouncing <laughs> around. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that's good. It's organic. I want to hear about, like, you know, how you transitioned from, like, Jerry, you know, personal training. You still had the mindset, because I seen that you were already rocking the colors, mm-hmm. and you had the name in mind before you started the project. Yeah. My, like, well, my, how did that come about in the transition? into? Well, like, it kind of happened, like, it's, it's crazy, because the last like, five or six years of my life has just been something, like, major happened, like, every year. Four years ago, I think. Good and bad? No, all good. All mm-hmm. good. All positive. You know, you know, you got bumps in the road because, you know, that's life. Right. Nothing's going to go smoothly. But, you know, in the midst, like, got engaged. Then after being engaged, got a, uh, had my wedding. Then after the wedding, getting, uh, having my son. Then after my son, now opening up the gym. This all happens in a matter of four years. Wow. So it's like every year, it's like, Something else, something else, something else. So, that's like, life, though. That's progression. Like, you're doing something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I like people that want to keep pushing. Like, I want to have better years than I have last year. Crazy year. Yeah, I'm building something that I feel is special that's, that's, that I'm building in Los Angeles. But in the midst of that, all that high you get, right? Because you see, like, people, congratulations. Yeah. But real life hits you. You know, losing my brother, boom. That brings you back down to what life is about. And it's, it's not going to be like this. It's right. It's going to be up and down. So I think you know, people have this uh, misconception that if it's, hard, if it's hard, then I should stop. Or if it's challenging, maybe I should change direction. And it's like, 
No, nah, you keep going. Listen, when I when I when I when it came to Strong House Fitness, as far as the space now, right? I signed my lease in February. Three weeks later, I got hit with COVID. Next day. I'm like, wow. They said you had to shut down. Shut down. I'm like, hold up. I'm just about to try to open my own facility. How did that, that influence you? Because like a lot of people are not recovering, man, not I, handling it well. But I, man, it's, it's crazy because I had people that told me that, yo, don't do it. Even my landlord, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to change that word to uh, landlord. But um, You're right. Scratch landlord. Yeah. Uh, business partner. Yeah, <laughs> business partner. I don't like the landlord. But, um, I'm with you on I that. Told to, I talked to him and... Um, he was ready to give my whole money back. He was like, "Yo, listen, you can take your money, everything you put. This is almost like a hundred thousand. Like, Yo, or you can take this back, and you can walk off." And I'm like, "Cause you think, cause I signed my lease, I signed my lease. I'm like, I'm dead. I have to be here for this many years. Right. But not knowing what's what's next, cause now they're saying this pandemic is about to change the whole world. Mm. So I'm nervous, and this is affecting my, uh, you know, health and you know, the health is, is affecting what the coronavirus could." It was affecting uh, the gyms and stuff like that because people being sick and right. people can't come in and work out and saying all this other stuff. So I knew it was, it was affecting my business. So I, I was like, I was nervous, but I, I had one conversation. I, I had a conversation with my wife and I was like, baby, you think we should still do this? And she said, yo, this is, this is next for you. So, and that's all the confirmation I really needed. Like the gym was next? Yeah. So this so is I need, next week. I need to get me a wife then, cause yo, listen, I'm telling you, you get I'm a good here, woman, I'm, man. A good I'm woman will elevate you. Yeah, I downgrade you. I'm hearing elevate a lot of uh, empowerment from you. Uh, listen, from I, wife. I keep I keep that energy around me. My mother's like that. My wife is like that. My friends are like that. The people in my circle, we always motivating and uplifting each other, mm. and we never downgrade. We never we try not to say too many negative things. Sometimes your friends need to hear it, but most of the time it's on a, on a positive tip. We do a lot of things on a that's a good look, and I'm definitely seeing the results of that as individual, businessman, mm-hmm. husband. So uh, definitely, you guys take notes. I know I'm taking notes because oh, uh, I believe some of the people you should be like listening to, are people that are married. If you want marriage advice, listen to people that it's are yeah, successful, happily married, uh, people that are going through trials and tribulations, over, overcoming the trials and tribu- tribulations, especially during right now because a lot of businesses are struggling. Yeah. You know, it, it's a challenge, but you're like, what, what am I going to do? What's, what's the other option? Yeah, it's, it's no other option. Not for me. I don't come for money. My rent too high. So right. <laughs> I got to hustle. Right. So it was like, I, we, we, we figured it out, man. We, me and my team, we did a lot of like Zoom calls. We, I have a, a great team of trainers mm-hmm. that's with me in Strong House, at Strong House Fitness. And man, we, we, we're doing well, man. Like, adapt. Even when it comes to even... We were adapting to what was going on, and, but even in this time, we sold out of memberships. Mm. For, for people that are in gyms right now, we had the, the response that we have from people that want to support us, support, and it's it's it's, it's amazing, man. What they trying, what they, what people that support in that strong house fitness, mm. it's a beautiful thing. Definitely a beautiful thing. I look forward to seeing your growth, regardless of what's going on outside in the world. Mm-hmm. You guys gotta make the best out of it, and then you guys Always. are doing that. Always, man. Keeping guys like you in there, man. Hey. You walk hey. into Yo, man, I'm trying to get you, like You this. led by example. So, like, you're, you know, a business owner. You, you promote health and fitness, mm-hmm. and you live that lifestyle. So, that energy as well. Like, for me, it's about the energy, the being humble. Like, you, I could tell you're a confident man, confident dude, but you, 
you stay humble. And that, that's you like you, you're approachable. Yeah, like it's I, it's so funny, like how you say the approachable part. Because I'll be in clubs, bro. Guys would just like literally walk up to me and tap me, like, "Yo, how much you bench?" <laughs> I'm like. What's that got to do for anything? What you want me to bench you? Yeah, but like, it's like it's like yo, you in a club in a nightclub, and I, I, like I'm not like a small guy, so it's like you just gonna grab me, like yo, how much you been, son? I'm like, <laughs> you don't know, you know. Sometimes that can end ugly, like especially yeah. in those type of environments. You talking about New York, Derek? Well, New York days, or even this in the world, like you just grab. Like if I just grabbed you, like you just grab me, I'm like yo, bro, what, what you doing? Like we know each other. Yeah, bro, it might be some problems. New York, it'd be some problems. I know in LA, it'd be some problems, but definitely in New York, it'd be some problems. Right. You're not just going to grab me for no reason, bro. Like, announce yourself. Sometimes uh, you're too approachable, you think? Sometimes, but I'm cool with that, though, because I'm a people person. So I like talking to people. I can talk to anybody. You, know, you can learn from any conversation, you can learn from. So it's like, yo, we're here to learn, so why not? Mm. So. You, got, you got the business, you're working towards that right now. Mm-hmm. How's. Being a father, fatherhood influencing, because like you got a lot on your plate, and you still looks like you're using time management. Just make it work. Like you made time to come in today. Yeah, I have to. Well, I make sure I'm home to before he go to sleep every night. I gotta play around with him. When I walk through the door, he wanna run and jump, and we got this little thing that we do. Um, outside my apartment, we all run down the hall. Mm. We have a long hallway. He's oh, wanna, he working out. Nah, he just wanna run. Okay, he's, he's a he's an outdoor type of kid, mm-hmm. so he just anytime anytime that door open or he hear the keys, he's running to that door. So I would grab him, and what we'd do is we would run all the way down the hall, and I run back. So you gotta yeah. stay in shape for multiple reasons. Listen, man. Listen, I, I told myself, <laughs> I told my wife this. She told me she, I'm crazy, but um, I told myself I'm gonna stay in shape to stay in tip knot shape till till he's um, 15 years old. Because I think that's the age you, the kids try your father. Uh, I tried my father at the age of 15. So, I don't know. So, I say I'm what you do, you look at him to the side or something? Like, what? Nah, because he, he already, like... He had I this, think it's in us to do that as men. Like, we... I don't know. He had, he had this moment where he already tried to bully me already. Okay, that's a little different. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, a, he's a little funny guy, man. He was... Just imagine standing, like, I was in, like, we was in his bedroom... Yeah. And my wife was like folding his clothes, and I'm like literally standing in front of the door. He, you know how like as a man you can walk by and bump somebody, yeah, then look at them, look behind. Like, hey, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? <laughs> he did that to me. He bumped me, looked at me like that. Probably helped you out though. But I looked at him like, yo, bro, who, you, bro? It's, I'm the man in this house, bro. Don't be trying to. That's act how like you me. felt. I feel like you were trying to bully me. I don't know, yeah. man. <laughs> He probably, he probably got his strategies. I don't know, man. I just, I, I took that as, like, yo, if I did that to my father when I was a kid, it would have been a problem, a big problem in my household. And my father, was a, he was very strict on certain days. You had to buy by his rules. So maybe that's what I get a little bit. That help you stay out of trouble? Like, how, how that influence, like, your upbringing, uh, your peers and stuff? Well, I, I stayed out of trouble um, for the most part. I've never been arrested, so, you know, keep you know, I, I like. I'm happy. To keep it that. that way. Keep it that way. Yeah. I was, yeah. Listen. I'm, if I ain't go to jail, I was a kid. I'd be stupid to go. I'd be stupid to go now. Right. You feel me? Unless you do anything to my family, I mean, then that, that's a problem. Yeah. That's, that's a given. Do. Um, <laughs> 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 my wife didn't like that comment. 
<laughs> but um, uh, oh, I forgot the question. What was the question again, brother? I'm sorry. Oh, we're talking about like, you know, 15-year-old, like, mm-hmm. you were like, if I did that as a kid, yeah, but dad that, was tricked. Yeah, but just, just, that's just how my father was. He he, he grew up in um, Garnett, South Carolina. Mm. Um, he born in 1944, so it was a different time. So okay. his discipline was a little bit different. So, but it kept us all in order. You know, as, order. I, kid, I love that word. But when you when you a kid, you don't understand like nothing. Like you, your parents hitting you or trying to discipline you in some type of question. Question. You don't understand. But me now having a child, right? I understand because I I see my son. I'm like, I'm chasing him around. But imagine having seven of them. Oh. You gotta create some type of order in this house. Yeah, because seven kids are gonna go crazy. They need the respect order. Yeah, well, that's the thing, and because it was, we had five that was under five. Oh, that's, five that's kids. A handful. It was me. I have a sister named Cherry, right? And she's well, she's eleven months apart. We were born in the same year. Mm-hmm. I was born in January of '88. She was born in December of '88. So we have that one. Then I have. Uh, my sister Ida, then I have my brother who just passed, Jag, Jag, and uh, we have my brother Evans. You know my brother Evans, Dante. Right. So it's you have those five. Yeah, you got it's like it's like baby kids. You got five little kids and yeah. makes it eight hundred square foot apartment. It's like yo, it's Man, gonna be crazy. My mom had had put in some work. Yeah, well, my mother was the she was the hustler. My father was the hustler, but he his back guy his back gave out. And uh, my mother was basically the breadwinner in the household. She had a fashion store that she owned in, in Fordham, mm-hmm. you know, Fordham in the Bronx. And after that, she became, to me, a, a street hustler. And I learned a lot of my, a lot of my, I guess, a lot of my traits, the way I am in life, I, I learned from her. So I appreciate her for that. Because I was on the streets at the age of six and seven years old. Mm-hmm. Selling Grinding. T-shirts, coffee mugs, picture frames to anybody that was walking on 125th and 7th. She, and my mother had all her kids out there like that. That independent mindset. Yeah. It's needed, she especially her, right now. Oh, yeah. You know, because nowadays people are looking for people to give them, give them things. Handouts. That's not going to happen. That weakens us. I like try to, listen, I, I live life for me. I don't worry about what nobody else is doing. I worry about what I got to do for my family. First. Foremost. Always. Because when I got a bill, nobody else is going to pay it. Mm. Nobody else is going to pay it. And then I realized that, yo, listen, in this life here, you got to go get it. You, you cannot sit on your ass. Oh, excuse my language. But you, can't, good? you can't sit on your ass for anything, man. And and that's why I get up every day at 4 a.m. 4 a.m.? 4 a.m. every day. 4 a.m. to 4.30 in between those two. I'm up. My wife think I'm crazy, but I'm up. I cannot sleep. You got things to do. I got things to do. I got things. We always got something to do. So what what could you say to, you know, fathers right now? Because especially during the times that we're in. When you have your priorities in order, just always have your priorities in order and be disciplined. I think that's the key, right? When you realize, because sometimes you get a lot of distractions to to mess with your mind. Mm. So if you stay, stay. Social media. So That's a big thing. <laughs> Anybody that knows me, they know I hate social media. I know you need it for business. Told me. But I, I don't like social media because you like you literally looking into somebody else's life and right. then you start to, to do with you. and you starting to compare it now. 
You're right. I'm not doing as well as I need to be doing. Because I got to the point where I was doing that. Yeah. I would look at other people and be like, yo, why them? Why are they doing this? Why I'm not doing that? Like, yeah, I've been guilty of that. And you just got to be yo, like, what nah, you doing? Cut that out. Yeah, but you, we're not doing that. That's why I just don't even want to look at it. Like, I'm just it's worried. toxic. Yo, it is. It messes with your mind. And like I said, I'm really protective of what I'm watching, what I listen to, the the, the energy that's around me. Mm-hmm. I'm really, I really want to protect that. And that's, and that's how I'm going to keep growing, to become a better man, a husband, a father, all that. So you say priorities and also discipline. Being disciplined. And the discipline part is just being consistent. Like me getting up at 4 o'clock every day is being consistent. Mm. Even if I might not have nothing to do, say I might don't need to do something to five, I'm gonna still get up. And maybe uh, maybe I stretch in the morning or read a book or You'll find something to do. Find something to do. Or I'll wake my wife up and blah blah, hey baby, just wake up, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um I always try to find something to do just to just to try to keep pushing forward. Just to try to like exercise my brain and, and motivate others. Like, I love the fact that I get to, just to see that what, I, what I'm doing here now, I'm able to, I have friends that's from New York and from the Bronx that come visit me, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm able to give them a tour of the facility and just let them know, like, yo, listen, I know I've been going for a while, but yo, this is what I've been doing. I've been hustling, been grinding. You're seeing the fruits. Yo, and, they, and, they, and they get motivated by that. And that's why, I'm like, that's why I want them to do. I want them to know that, yo, listen, we came from the same streets, the same corners, all that. And if I can do this, you can do it. It's no different between me and you. I just stay disciplined and consistent. Right. And know from right from wrong. I'm not going to put myself in certain situations. Like I don't go out to the clubs and stuff like that. So I don't. It's crazy because L.A. lifestyle is like the, the, the club life and right. all this stuff. And I. Trying to make it seem like you're something you're not. And but it's. T- it's, it's the clubs are whack now, in my eyes, because they don't really, they make the, it's L.A. now, it's like, when I moved here, I see that they made the club, the dance floor, smaller, but the VIP sessions lower. Right, so it's like. So I'm like, okay, we're not here to, we're not here to party, we actually here to music, just look good. Dance, right. And just to spend thousands of dollars. And so, like, I'm not They still the got dance clubs in New York, people still dance up there? Yeah, they still boogie down there. Because over here, I'm yeah. like. Yo, listen, I got to bring you to some, listen, I got to bring you to some spots. Okay. It's actually a good spot out here. That um about the plug it. It's uh my one of my favorite spots, man. It's called um uh, GS Lounge. Okay. It's down by in Westchester, Westchester, California. Uh, um, by the airport. What state is that? Okay. What, yeah, by, the airport, by the airport. It's a it's a fun spot because it gives me that New York energy. Okay. Where everybody's dancing. It's not like yo, I want to. I look better than you. Or okay, I look miss how that. many bottles. Right. Look how many bottles I'm spending. I mean, bottles I'm popping. Like yo, we are we here for that? Because I can stay at home. Goopy vibe. And spend like a third of that. Like, right. like, what's the point? So, I don't. I didn't feel like the nightclub life was out here. And then plus, when you go out the nightlife, you kind of go out to mingle around. Mm. I have my wife. We've been there. Taken. Yeah, I, this year here, this January, make ten years. Speaking of wife, like, uh, I know um, you gotta go soon. I can't hold you for too long, mm-hmm. but and we'll, we'll definitely have you back when mm-hmm. you're available oh, yeah, for different episodes. But some advice for the fellas. Unlike pursuing the right woman, because mm. like that—that's killing us. Like, yeah, brothers, it's well, we're making the wrong choices when it comes to like pursuing women. Well, get get to know the person before you even start to uh, 
me, I would say, like what I told my wife, I said, the best way for me to understand you is to get to know your parents, right? Because now I get to know how you was raised, and now I know how you handle things in certain situations. And so I was like, I told her straight up, like, Yo, I know we just met and all that, but like the best way for me to understand you like, Yo, is me talking to your parents. That's funny and, you say that, because in the past, the parents were highly involved in the connection. They were like, yeah, we, we know so-and-so. Like, Yo, you guys already knew each other from your parents mm-hmm. before that connection happened. Like, they're yep. looking out for you. Mm-hmm. So... so. It's crazy. I, t- I, t- I would say get to know the person, like, life story, understand them because they make certain decisions and they might move a certain type of way because of their past. Right. So don't just get like mad. Be like, nah, you don't do this. So I'm done. Yeah, I understand or, first. Yeah, like some people get some people break up with people because they don't make up the bed, or they don't like the style of clothes they wear, which is crazy. Or you know they got big muscles. Or, it's like a preference. I understand it's a preference, but it's like, come on, that's not that's not what love is. Yeah, that's not a real. That's not a relationship. It won't last. Nah, that's not that mindset. Yeah, so I would say that's a big one. Understanding. Just understanding that. Uh, I think that's big. And what's up, what's something else that guys need to? I know I hit you off guard with that with that some of these questions, but I was like, let me let me ask that while yeah. you're here. <laughs> huh? Yeah, we met in college, so like. So, you met in college, so you've been investing some time in getting to know each other. Oh, we invest a lot. Yo, this this is thirteen years total. Man, but ten years. That's dating. a grown man relationship. Yo, listen, we got some, we got some years in. Y'all could write a book. Uh, I'm I'm so private, bro. Like, oh I yeah, live, you gotta be, you gotta be. Yeah, I, I live my life. Like, you know, a lot of people say I should write a book, do YouTube, all this other stuff. You gotta yeah. know what you're doing with that, cause you get invite like unwanted wrong, attention. That's that yeah. part. Cause that's, so, like, that's, that's a huge I'm part. Very of protective of my energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need that be. crazy stuff. <laughs> so you know, um, we'll see, we'll see. But that man, I got me. I have a, I have a beautiful wife, man. She's, she's smart. She's understanding. She knows me, and and that's all I can basically ask for. And she's a great mother. Like, I watch her with my son. She's all playing with him, doing the ABCs. That's a blessing. Like <laughs> yeah, people look at us and say goals all the time. Hey, uh, that's the truth. But we just we just working and right. living our life, you know, and doing the best thing we can, and to try to raise a son in this environment that's going on now. I I have promise that he would, or I know for a fact that he will live a better lifestyle than I did when I first when I grew up. So, amen to that. Yeah, that's what you want to do as a father: right? give your kid better resources than you had. Legacy. He's gonna take the torch and run with it. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy watching him grow. Man. Right, it's gonna be crazy. I look forward to that, man. Man, I appreciate you coming on board. Make, no, I appreciate you for having me, bro. Listen, this was a this is great. We definitely gotta do this again. Definitely, there's an audience that needs this uh empowerment, motivation, and uh, yeah, I know uh, we can reach my, them like this. That's what my wife said. My wife and a lot of my friends say, that, "Yo, that's your next step in life." They see me being more of a, a inspirational, motivational. Because you you already doing it in your circle. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. Big yeah. time. Yeah. That's what we, we do. But we you feel know, it. we just I've just I just want everybody around me to be great and to be entrepreneurs. I really promote entrepreneurship. That's a leader. Oh. Damn. Hey, listen. We hit a what they said, don't don't live to don't live to just to live, live to make a difference. Yeah, it's like if so, you're not making a difference, 
I want nah, everybody around. Really living. Listen, I want everybody around me to be successful and stuff like that. So when I be like, yo, let's take a trip here, my friends gonna be like, yo, I got a plan for it. I say, let's go. That's right, the type. Right. Of, that's the type of stuff I want to do. Freedom. And entrepreneurship and being bosses in your own right, that's the way to go. And don't having people having a title over your head, right? And they can feel like they can talk to you crazy. Because even me, me being an owner, I don't talk to any of my uh, bosses like that. And we're not bosses, my employees. I was, <laughs> I, like, I call them, I call them bosses because. But, but they know, they know, like yeah, the structure, a, yeah, they, chain of command. Yeah, they they understand, but like I want people that proactive, not reactive. Right. So if you're doing this, be the best you can do at this position, and own it. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to tell you about you. I want you to be passionate about what you're doing. Right. Because I feel like if you're passionate about something, I shouldn't have to tell you to do it. True. Same thing I told like when I used to coach high school football. Hollywood High. I got a lot of little stories, man. You coach over here? Hollywood yeah. High? Hollywood was the um, defensive coach over there for How three long? years. Three years. First year, we took him to the championship. Bro. Did you think? Oh, come on, bro. Everywhere we go, man, we do. We do all right. All industries, well, all right. Man. Listen, we... Respect. That's, I'm always... I'm, I'm a coach first, man. I'm, I'm, I like to motivate. Come off like a coach. Uh, uh, a lot of people say that. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's just hits me. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. And um natural. Yeah, it's just it's it's a beautiful thing, man. And I'm happy and I'm able to just to talk to people and let people hear my story and just to know that like you can make it out of any situation. Because me growing up where I came from, this wasn't I I dream of this, of what I'm doing and being where I'm at. But it's so much work to get there. Hurdles. And it's like Sometimes you can look around and you be like, yo, it's no way. But you just got to stay focused. I'm glad you overcame them and um, you're a living example. But we're still working, though. Right. Non-stop. Still working. Never stop. the last breath. But um, thanks, guys, for tuning in. Oh, we're here, baby. We're here. Jerry Housey. Yo, Jerry Housey. Got my um, boy Max with me, man. Yeah, hey. His links will be in the, bo- in the description so you can find him. Find him more. Strong House Fitness at uh, Facebook, Instagram. We don't have a Twitter. Uh, Facebook, Instagram. YouTube, Strong House Fitness. And if you want to look at anything that I'm doing, Jerry underscore Housey on Instagram. And Jerry Housey on Facebook. You can follow me and my family. Links down below. Let's do it. Uh, I appreciate you, my bro.